0: Hey mamas. <laughs>
1: hello, hello. How
0: are you? How's everyone?
1: I'm good. I'm good.
0: How's isolation with no kids treating you guys?
1: The, Jonah, let Jonah reply to that one because he's
2: smiling. Well <laughs> <laughs> it's been alright. Isolation hasn't been too difficult, I guess, because I have no kids. But yeah, it's been calm. Yeah.
0: Did you guys see that tweet?
2: It's a great time to talk about
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I saw that.
0: Liberties. <laughs> yeah,
3: we can't relate. <laughs> what did you guys think of it?
1: I don't know, I was going to ask you guys that because obviously you guys got kids. How do you guys feel about it? Because it came on my Twitter feed, right? And then there was a mix of beef going on in between people. Mm. So you had people that don't have kids, they will keep sharing it. And you had people that with kids, they were really getting pissed off at basically the tweet. So we in our last podcast, we actually spoke about it. But obviously it's three of us, we don't have kids. So it's a bit, you know, we're going to say what we feel.
0: It was biased. How do
1: you feel about it? To that? be
0: honest, um, for me, it's been all right. It's not been as bad as some parents have it because my child, he's, he's still very young. He's only 10 months. Living room is big enough for him. So, you know, nap time comes. He still has two naps, but other than that, you just kind of let him crawl around and he'll, you know, he'll beat the dog up. And But I think it's been, it's been quite hard for other parents that actually have to bring their children out of routine.
3: Yeah, I think well, I found the the tweet actually hilarious. Somebody was like, (laughs) damn man. (laughs) You either cry about it or you laugh. Yeah, (laughs) you know, if only maybe we'd waited a couple more years, but you know the other side of me i just thought you know what it's it's the position that we're in you guys that don't have children living your best life carry on (laughs) you enjoy that exactly let's say with my um she requires that stimulation it's been a bit tough
0: but she's good i guess for you as well sorry i guess for you as well because you're actually working from
3: home trying to You're not just at home. Like that's the other thing that's challenging. And Daniel's home, which is great, but in Maya's eyes, she's like, "Oh, mommy's here, so fun times. Let's play."
4: Why do you think people take offence?
3: Someone's having a bad day, and they've got children. I can see why they'll be like, Ugh. you know, why are you rubbing it in our faces?" You, know, the fact that you can't even leave your house, it's it's tough.
0: Like, and also how well, you supposed to know you were going to live through a pandemic with children. You know, you make your own atmosphere at home,
2: so I
0: think people need to chill a bit. It's all a hard time for everyone.
2: I saw, a, I saw someone post something, a screen share it quickly. It says something, for anyone feeling frustrated not being able to do anything right now because you have kids at home, my friend so-and-so just told me to chill out because this is a global crisis, not a writer's retreat. And I feel mm. like that's quite true that's like yeah this it's isn't true time to just be off and start your heart side hustle this is a pandemic happening something unexpected
0: absolutely and you know what it's i know it's really hard to also get yourself in a routine but you need to try get your house get it to work somehow so you can't now blame the children for being children or you can't blame them for not you know being starting your hustle learning a new skill like you know they go to bed maybe you need to now sacrifice an hour or two after bedtime to put this to yourself so
3: and not every day is gonna i mean there's gonna be days where they're gonna be tough and other days when it's okay and i think maybe with with that point that you say jonah it's, it's about not being too hard on yourself mm. because there's a lot of um just pressure out there you know people are saying oh well you know i'm at home i should technically have more time to do this so i need to get a b c d done and if you don't get it done, then all of a sudden you're looking at yourself feeling like a failure. It's it's unnecessary pressure. To be fair, I've been in the pandemic since
0: Leo was born. So <laughs> I've been in quarantine <laughs> since, uh, you know, since maternity leave. I've been at home. Everyone's like, oh God, we can't go out anymore. We can't do this. And
3: I'm like, this has been my life. <laughs> if anything, maybe the people who are... Maybe it's the dads being bitter. Or maybe the dads will then realise wow okay is this what goes on when I'm, I'm at work or whatever or does she really say this word so many times you know <laughs> Maya doesn't talk 100% yet but she is at this stage where she's talking enough and she will just repeat it so like if she wants biscuits she'll be like see biscuit, see see biscuit, see see and can you imagine that Constant. like a broken record it's enough to drive anyone up the wall and I've got Dan looking at me like does she ever stop and I'm like uh, no <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> so we didn't even introduce you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yeah,
1: I'm to break the ice, so.
3: Mama's Code. Better so, late than never, guys. We have the lovely guys from Just Peanuts Jonathan, mm. Marcelo, and Josh. Guys, Hello. how
0: long
1: have you been doing your ha- side hustle? No. <laughs> been a a off, really.
4: <laughs> uh, I think a year now, isn't it? About a year, yeah. But yeah, actually, doing it a year, but that's over a course of like two and a half years or two years.
1: Yeah, because we take long to do things. Um, so we had been speaking about this. Yeah, we we were speaking about it for over a year until we actually decided to start doing it weekly. And even when we started doing it weekly. There was a, there's a gap where we stopped doing it for like four months. So we decided to call it season one and then begin season two.
3: So, um. guys, we were, we, you know, we've obviously just talked about you guys, how you're feeling, not having, well, did we even, did you guys even tell us how you, how you feel about, you know, being in on lockdown without children? You know, does it make you feel lucky? Does it make you feel any different? Have you got- of course, it does. They get to sleep when they want. They don't have to
0: share their food. They're not changing anyone's diapers. They're not hearing this child cry. Is it boring?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Is your- no, because they've got wives <laughs> or girlfriends that are still annoying them like a child would because that's just how we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, drive them up the wall.
1: To be fair, yeah, I'm a person that I always wanted children. Yeah, I've been married now for seven years. And together care for 10 years. And I'm always been the one that I want children. I'm ready, I'm ready. But as I'm getting older, I'm a bit like started to pull out. I'm like, oh, let's wait more, two more years, three more years. When we got married seven years ago, we said five years. That was the original plan, right? I like, okay, in five years, we're going to have children. But then again, my, my wife is six years younger than me. So I'm 30. She's right now 24. So she's still she's a bit still younger than me, but then um, yeah. So I was I was really I was from the first go. I was like, yeah, I want children, I want children because I want to have family. We hit the five years, negotiated again. So when I said, okay, we said another three years. So, apparently, this is the year that we're supposed to be trying for next year. But obviously, that's been delayed for another three years. No, it
0: hasn't. We're in a pandemic. We're in a (laughs) lockdown. You're going to have a baby in December. (laughs) 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 You're going to have a baby in December.
1: Obviously, now that I'm thinking after everything, the whole lockdown happening, I don't know how I will cope. I wake up early, so that's not a problem. But I don't know how it would be... When it comes to meals, because we pretty much eat whenever we want. And I know when you have kids, that's not the case. It's not, you know, I'm not going to wake up and eat cereals until six o'clock when we get hungry again. Yeah. So you have to cook. So little things like that, that I started to notice I was like, hey, you know what? You know, thank God that I didn't push much for it to come. If If I did have children, I mean, sure would be having fun right now. But on the other side, I get to sleep late, wake up late. And do yeah, things. So I'm rubbing it in.
0: I might just take offence now, to be honest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I do, I do. Don't get me wrong, I do one. But I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Cause you know what? One funny thing is, that I just literally remember that now. Yeah, last time I was, I was, um, I was with my wife. I, I remember we, were, I think we were walking down Westfield and It was like a kids' shop, right? Where they sell clothes. Could you believe it that I never thought that you would have to buy kids' clothes? <laughs> These things never crossed my mind. So she was like, "So what did you think?" I was like, "I don't know. I thought it came with baby clothes." Like literally, honestly
0: speaking, <laughs> in the package,
1: thirty-year-old man didn't think that you know you have to buy all these kids clothes. And then I was like, oh, let's go. And then we went into footlocker, check out trainers. And there was like £40 for a pair of trainers that they probably I wear a couple months. And I was like, so caught me by surprise. Honestly speaking, I was not expecting that. I, I don't know what I thought. I thought it came yeah. with clothes from the hospital, <laughs> NHS package, free clothing.
3: <laughs> Here you go. Here's your new
1: <laughs> And here's like two well, years I'm, worth of supplies.
3: I've got
0: news for you. They don't come with clothing and they don't come with a manual so google is as good as it gets to be honest
3: and you know what when you have when you have your child and you're up at whatever time googling why does my baby make this noise when it does this the amount and you're not the only one googling so google becomes your best friend almost in a way but also your worst enemy there's a lot
0: but i think that relates to the women Because when the baby wakes up in the middle of the night, men don't hear it. They turn around. They have useless nipples.
3: Well, I mean, I obviously have confessed that I once didn't wake up and it was Dan who woke me up.
4: (laughs) That's Jonathan, you just ignore it.
1: Yeah, I'll probably wake up like, yeah. I don't
0: know. Like, oh, you're right, babe. I'm just going to turn around now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan will get a kick like, wake up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. For sure. I I mean, we already discussed this, so it'll be me waking up for sure. I've been trained well is, to wake up.
0: Is your wife keen on kids at the moment?
1: No, not 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 at the moment. We're looking <laughs> at so 30, when I'm thirty-three, Jesus age basically, the perfect age. There we go.
3: Yeah. There you and then we'll reach Jesus
1: ain't uh, you? You'll be like, and Then I'm gonna be like, no, another of two years. <laughs> <laughs> then I've, after three years we do twelve month contracts. Uh, you know, keep it short. So
3: roll
0: on.
2: <laughs> roll on, yeah. How about
0: you guys? Jonah and Josh. You better say you do because your wife is gonna <laughs> listen to this. <laughs>
2: I do want kids eventually, (laughs) but at the moment, no. And I'm, I am kind of glad that I don't have kids at this moment. Just personally, I feel, I feel like it is a lot more hard work, especially just going shopping for what we want. It's quite difficult to find lots of things. I can't imagine going through that craze right now. Must be very difficult and like very tough for For
3: some. Some parents don't use nappies and they find poo on the floor. A bit, a bit of a disclaimer, so we're, we're potty training now. Right. <laughs> <That makes sense.
2: laughs> Does she tell you?
3: Well, the wees are easier. Poo's have been a bit more challenging. So we did have a couple accidents where she, bless her, she, it's like she knows it's coming, but she can't get to the potty fast enough. So it just on the floor. That is so cute. <laughs> and Bless her, because she actually got like, oh dear, oh dear, oh no, oh dear, my mom. Oh. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm thinking, oh, gosh, and I need to like this up. And it's, it's not dog size, obviously. Never in a million... Is it bigger?
1: Years. Yeah. <laughs> I just asking because she says it's not dog size. I'm like, is it bigger or is it smaller? Well, it has to be. It's a bit little human, isn't it? I mean, yeah, bigger. I
3: was going to say. Is bigger, right? Yeah, it's a human size, you know.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> the way you fit in your kids.
3: <laughs> no, honestly, I mean, you know what? You know, today was an instance where we had a, a moment she was wearing her Arsenal kit, and it just fell. It just fell. And <laughs> Daniel looked at me, and I looked at Daniel, and I was like, oh, my God, what do we do? And we oh. both said to each other, especially, you know, now that we're at home with her during lockdown, potty training is so hard. It's genuinely so hard, and no one ever told us about that. Yeah. And my husband kept telling me, I wish I knew how hard potty training was, because... You know, imagine you're walking around your house and then all of a sudden there's just a bit of a wee spilled there. Or imagine she's done it where she plays with her toys and then you have to clean every single toy she has. Oh, no. It's uh,
4: mo- it's
3: mo- yeah, honestly. And then she's crying because she wants to play with that one toy happening. that has pee on it. A bit of pee or doo-doo <laughs> on and then she doesn't get it and she's having a tantrum and you're like, I can't. And then on top of that, you're, you've got your work colleagues in the background waiting for you. <laughs> <you're an> <laughs> <laughs> Bye, puppy, good girl.
1: Question I have: How 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 do you potty train like the baby? Do you, how did you learn? Like, do you find out? Do you ask people. How do you, and how would you do it?
3: Well, let's say so. With my experience, my mom p- potty trained me when I was apparently started when I was a year old. So when my daughter was a year old, she was like, right, it's time for potty training. I was like, excuse me? (laughs) Isn't it a bit too early? I think she was about 14 months old, maybe. Bought her stickers as rewards. And then, because it's weird, because you start to learn their routine of when they do a poos, And then with a wee, you just kind of sit them every now and then. And then when they do something, you make the biggest fiesta and you clap and you dance and basically it's... You know, for them it's like the biggest deal. And then yeah, you just encourage them to to tell you. Obviously, the older they get, they'll start telling you bo bo, chi chi or potty. The one thing is probably the hardest is having patience and not getting angry at them when they do have mistakes. Because for you it's very easy to be like, just go to sit in the potty. But for them it's like, um, but mommy, I couldn't run fast enough or I was having too much fun playing here with Peppa Pig and now all of a sudden, damn, I need to go and the potty can play. <laughs>
0: To be fair, I feel like Marcelo can relate to this with Marchie. <laughs> yeah, I was no, thinking about no, that. Like, I, I say it because when we got our dog, it was like, um, it it was so like exhausting trying to potty train him and it was like, people sell you dreams I swear people sell you dreams saying oh if you get these mats and this spray they will pick up the scent and they'll pee there and I'm like no that didn't happen to my dog maybe my dog was broken but it took us a good month and a bit I think he would literally pee right next to the mat or poo next to the mats and we'll look at him like to tell him off, and he would just put his puppy eyes and obviously like he was he was little and you just like, oh but how how do you tell them off? I'm sure you experienced that, no?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. It was it took like I think two months to put it training. him. thing think he, he don't listen. He, they will do exactly what you say. You tell him off, I'll be like, No, I ain't no and then I'll hit it with a newspaper and then he would yeah. face. he would look at me and then I'll feel like my, like I feel like I'm evil and I'm like, oh he's yeah, just
0: a baby. Your heart
1: yeah. But I think yeah, but eventually he learned, but yeah, it was long. <laughs> like now nah, you're leaving long. Yeah, you're going yeah.
0: in the bin yeah <laughs> and I think and, and it's good though because this is now like a, a trial for you for when you have your children and body mm-hmm. train because um for instance my partner always says to me like remember when we were doing this with stitch and it took us so long and but it was doing it over and over and again and it's just with children as well like with our babies we're trying to teach him something and it's just repetition, repetition, repetition and oh, patience. I don't have
3: patience. How about you guys? You patient?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think I am. I'm quite patient. Yeah. yeah. I'm patient, but when you annoyed me, game over.
0: you will be whacking your baby with newspaper.
1: <laughs> no, with a chancla. <laughs> but yeah, Josh.
4: Um, Yeah, so I'm a stage in my life where kids is like a, it's not, an immediate uh thought i guess but I, th- I find it quite interesting um and i think so i'm 24 now and like if you would ask me four years ago whether i was like if you asked me the typical questions how many kids do you want Do you like kids are you good with kids i'd be like no 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 i'm not really not interested I don't really like kids they're annoying or whatever uh but nowadays i think my i don't know my idea about them has changed a bit i don't know if that's come with the age or i don't know I'm not saying like I'm going old or anything, but um, but it does it does intrigue me quite quite a bit. I think now, I think because my friends around me, so I guess with Jonathan and Marcelo, not quite yet, but uh, other friends that I've seen from grew up around me now have kids, and it's kind of different, kind of changed my approach to it, kind of or my idea around kids has changed quite a bit.
0: Do so you get pressure from your family? Because I'm pretty sure we've all had that answer, they'll be like, hijos?
3: <laughs> like shut up.
4: <laughs> all the time yeah i think I'm, I'm welcome getting a partner
3: first there's always that one auntie who will be like oh you know there's this person and she's very nice and you're like oh okay but thank you i think i can find my own person <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i sometimes get that from aunties and like family members or extended family that are like oh when are you having kids when's the kids due? and it's like oh.
0: and you know what they ask you when are you having a kid?" You give them the kid and they're like, when are you having the next one? It's like, "Hey, like, what Chill."
1: <laughs> I get from both sides of the family. When are you having the kids? I get the one that, oh, at your age, I already had a house, I have three kids. And I'm like, bruh, that was you. This is me.
0: Also, houses in their times cost like £10. Try yeah, buy a house now. Exactly. Mama, I love you so you guys were saying how you know baby don't come with clothes and stuff like what do you think about the fact that now you're splitting your money into like nappies and milk like that the whole finance around having a baby has it crossed your mind of how expensive they can be
1: it crossed my mind that time when I told you I found out that they didn't come with clothing (laughs) and I started to look all the time then I went went to Tesco had decided to look how how much nappies cost milk and all that stuff but I mean I I still do want it. don't get me wrong but I mean it's gonna take you know financially is gonna we have we do both have to give up a lot of things
2: yeah i have i have two friends at work and they both so they're in different stages but one is about to have a child um like this month and the other one has like a a two-year-old i think now she is and so they're kind of like they always say like it is quite like a lot of like expenses to it but what this um this guy that is expecting the baby what well, he did which i thought was pretty smart he made like a spreadsheet of everything he needs to find um and so he listed all the prices of what it would be like just going on a standard website and then at the same time he then looked at where he could get it like secondhand like either facebook marketplace or charity shops, stuff like mm-hmm. that and his spreadsheet slowly started showing like he's saving himself like two grand or three grand and it's like one i didn't know it was going up to grand just for like the yeah. first born. i was like wow that's already a lot i guess once you have a child yeah you will make it work you you cut things back um it is something that kind of can cause a lot of maybe anxiety sometimes but yeah I guess it's in planning I guess if you if you're good at planning and stuff like that or get with someone that's good at planning or so just know seeing how he did that and thinking about it I was like yeah I guess if if I have a kid I'm, I'm probably gonna do something similar
3: can I just say I like that I like that a lot because I mean, that's really smart. I, yeah, I think when when I found out we were gonna have a baby, I always love a bit of a discount in anything really. So vouchers or going to like baby shows. I think annually they do about two or three baby shows in in London, and they do. Seen the doggy shows. show? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but basically, kind of the same. Really, they just have all these big brands of like buggies and court high chairs. Um, baby carriers you know first aid courses everything at discounted price so i know for me i was just a bit like oh this prom costs this much here where can i get a bit cheaper um i was happy to get hand-me-downs because in my family maya was the third little girl to be born so there was so much clothes already there available and it's expensive especially because they grow so quickly you know and they at the first the first two months they live in PJs anyway, so there's no point spending hundreds and hundreds of pounds on on clothes when your cousin has just worn some probably the last six months and it's in brand new condition. If it doesn't bother you, why not? You're saving yourself some money there as well. But you know that point about trying to once you're in that position, looking at the options around you, because I think a lot of people will take parenting as a marketing um advantage and you will see as soon as you find out you're you're expecting it's like buy this or you need this or how about this and all of a sudden your amazon list looks ridiculous of all the stuff you need apparently and probably don't even need half of it
1: question i've got a question how much you guys pay for your buggy I saw I mean the one that apparently my wife wants is about seven hundred eight hundred pounds. I nearly fell back. I thought that was a hundred pounds. <laughs>
0: it's just small car like
3: thousand <laughs> There's things out there for a thousand pounds. They have hydraulics and everything, you know. <laughs> Sounds
1: good. And then eight hundred pounds just for the buggy and apparently there's another one for the car. Can you confirm? The
3: car. <laughs> Can you confirm the car seat? Yeah. Yeah. Is
1: that not the same? Can you just pull it out and put whack it in the car? <laughs>
0: Well, oh. to be fair, nowadays, that most of them come with the offer with the car seat. Yeah, like a bundle. And um we got us at the baby show and it was like if you buy your buggy now you you take the car seat for free basically and so that that's the really good thing about going to the baby shows because you get discounts you get offers you get freebies so um personally we only paid like 100 pounds because um we were lucky enough to have my dad gift the buggy to us which is it's a good thing and i think it happens to a lot of people that have a good support system around them and families like you have a baby shower. You get you gifted so many things, and I think the only things that not really so much is furniture, like the buggy, the car, and even so, your parents will probably be like, "Oh, I'll give you guys this, or that." That's
1: nice. I hope my family helps me then. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I see. I seen some of them like for fifteen hundred as well. I just didn't know it was that expensive to be. It's
3: like
1: buying a, a, a car. I literally nearly had like a little heart attack.
0: And then. Day. When they're like one Or even I don't know You guys travel a lot You might need to buy a travelling buggy Which is like I don't know Maybe like another £300 A stroller that is easy to travel with
3: Yeah they're a little bit cheaper But you don't want to be taking the big bulky one Because you want it to be like Easy to like break down And maybe go with you hand Mm -hmm. luggage Or you know not have to pay excess Because all of a sudden it weighs like 20 kilos
0: Um, I feel like the guys that are going to leave the podcast today and be like baby we're not having kids no it's too expensive <laughs> <laughs> they, the girls didn't sell
1: it to me a <laughs> uh, question i have yeah when it comes to the baby when you're traveling for example do you always have to have the bug can you just have him like, i see people having it for us you know when you're carrying him mm-hmm. the chest,
2: kangaroo pouch
1: do you do you have to take your bug you, or have you guys have to take it or can you just carry the baby on your on your chest
3: it depends really where you're going you know if you say say for example you're going to see your family and you're just going to stay with them and you're probably not going to do much and it doesn't bother you to carry them then you probably can get away with just taking them in the carrier now if you're planning to like walk then it's probably a better idea for you uh, you to take a a buggy just because the baby will be more comfortable as well and two if you think about it on your travel to the airport if you go by car the baby technically should be in a car seat Mm. so you get those kind of car seat stroller adapters that you can also take on the plane with you when you're
0: actually like when you're traveling, say, um, you can actually take your, your buggy all the way to the, the door of the airplane if you want, or you can have them in the kangaroo things. Um, the first time we went on holiday, we took him in the carrier so we could get through immigration quick and all the scanners and all that stuff because we didn't want to like have to fold the buggy down and take everything out of the basket or oh, it's just so ag. So for us, it was easier to have him on the kangaroo thing. But I mean, you can do both. Mama's code.
4: I How was your experience you? traveling with a little one? I mean, that's one of the things that probably scares me.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: So For me, I think I was really anxious about it because at the time that we went, he was four months and he would literally scream and cry. Like he was having issues falling asleep. So I kept thinking, oh my God, we're going to be those people on the airplane that have a screaming child and everyone looks at you like, shut your child up. And I know that it shouldn't have got to me so bad because obviously it's a baby, like, you know, what can I do? But I was that person on a long flight hearing a child cry thinking like, no, I wasn't, I wouldn't look at them like, shut your child up, but I would be a bit like, oh my God, like, what's wrong? Is the baby okay? Like, poor parent. But it would like, It would make me really anxious and nervous to see another child cry. So then when it happened to us, like, do you know what? At the beginning, the white noise of the aeroplane is your best friend because babies love the sound. of the engines of the plane. Yeah, like babies love the sound because it reminds them of the womb. So you get on the plane, you feed them while, you know, lift off and they're probably asleep by the time you're in the air.
3: Same with me, really. I was quite anxious the first time we flew with Maya as well. um four months or just about to turn four months. And funny story for us, um I mixed fed Maya, so I had ready-made um formula bottles and we got to Rome, we got a taxi and dropped us off at the hotel. And we left our bag with all the milk in the carro and it just left. And we didn't realise until we got up into the room and I was like, oh, I want to take a nap. So Dan, can you feed mine? He's like, "Um, where's the maleta? Oh (laughs) my God. Yeah, I was anxious, very anxious. And then adding that to the whole mix, I just thought, gosh, but thankfully for us we had a good experience as well maya slept i fed her um before we took off because they say it, um you know like your ears can pop baby's ears can pop as well so obviously they can't chew gum and they can't eat at that at that very young age so you just give them a bit of i don't know boob or formula whatever you you have just so they're like moving their mouths and she was fine she slept the whole way she was happy she was happy the whole time we were there we took her in the buggy as well as the kangaroo we did recover cover the the luggage at the end so we did get the milk back thankfully the whole traveling thing with
0: a child it it sounds really scary but you have to take a a very calm approach to it be as prepared as you can but go with that mentality of like it's fine you know you're with a baby if you're with your partner like we can do this stay calm because your baby can sense. you know if you're feeling some type of way um, and just think, you know, it's just this flight or it's just this road trip. And once we get to the other side, we're going to make the most of it. But yeah, and, and you have to pack cleverly, I guess.
3: Yeah, because I I think once you become a parent, you tend to pack your whole house in your bag or you want to. Because you think, oh, I need this for this. I need that for that. And then all of a sudden when you're travelling, you have restrictions, don't you? So you need to be clever with what you you can take and what's necessary and what you can really without but what jess was saying is is just that's a very good point try and maybe not to overthink about it too much when you do it just you have that added pressure on you almost are expecting the worst to happen um mm. and then when it doesn't or if it doesn't then you take a sigh of relief
1: i used to be one of those person that, that said that i will say that i will never travel when i have a kid that say i'm not traveling for the next four or five years because i'm not getting a plane with a kid But then as the time has gone, like, as time has gone and I've been on playing with kids, with babies, when I hear babies cry, to be fair... Uh, maybe up to the age of three, I don't know. I literally don't mind it. Honestly, I don't mind it. It's when there's like five and above and then they start shouting and they start like... Like, for example, I can't remember mm-hmm. if it was to Colombia or Bolivia, but it was a long flight. It was a 12-hour flight. So, but behind us, a kid sat, uh, and he's probably around five years old. And then obviously, Tanrico, he started kicking the chair. Oh, wow. And then obviously, like, Laura, <laughs> Like, my wife was looking at me, he's like, oh... It's like, le, he says, oh, you're le, he and I, was like, I didn't want her to tell her. So I, so I was like, oh, I told the mom, I was like, oh, can you please tell him to stop kicking? And she known me and the kid continued kicking. He was like, hey, 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 and he kept moving oh, the chair. No. So I was like, okay, let's swap. We swapped. So I sat there, I was like, I will take it. I'll take 10 hours of that kid. And then, yeah, I see his hands start coming over me. He's like touching my hair. And I I was like, fam. Literally, I I had to get up and I was like, literally in Spanish, I was like, señora, por favor, ¿le puede controlar a su hijo? I've never done that in my life. Literally, like, I think that's rude and I will hate it. And then, obviously, my wife looking at me, she's barely laughing. She said, oh, watch when he happens to you when you have your kid. And he's annoying. you
0: know what? It's so funny because I can see that kid being my son. Like, oh, 100%, that's going to be my child. He is so travieso and inquieto. And you're going to look like you have no control of your child.
1: I mean, you know, but there's certain kids. that, For example, I don't know, maybe to the age of three, four, you can tell when they're cute. But this kid was annoying because I don't know why. I don't think he was getting wherever he. Oh, wanted. that's my kid. It was again wherever he wanted in Pantaya, yeah. And her mom, his mom, was just sitting there with a headphone, watching her película, all nice and relaxed, while the kid is jumping, doing a trance on my chair. So obviously, I yeah, annoys. I've
0: seen you guys do loads of traveling, and you guys do quite long haul and like all these adventurous trips and stuff yeah you've just said you've considered maybe not doing that until like you know child is three or five. Are you scared that you're not gonna maybe be able to have the same adventures as before? Um, there's a
1: bit of depending like where you're going, I reckon. Like for example, I don't know, I can't see myself going on a holiday with a newborn to like somewhere like New York, for example, because it's gonna it's gonna be a lot out and about, out and about, and I'm rec- and the kid and baby won't really enjoy it. If it was more like somewhere like I don't know, go to like Tenerife or Miami, even Miami, somewhere that's like more relaxed holiday where you just chilling out all day. <laughs> I reckon that will work for me. But then again, I changed my mind all the time because I was like, oh, when my baby's born for his <laughs> first year, I want to take him to New York. That's so sad. mentally, I'm like, you know, when it comes to the baby, I don't know. I don't know how I'll react to it. I'm actually,
0: yeah.
2: I, I have I've the never, baby here with me. I've never really thought about it, to be honest, until now. But to be honest, I'm just, just thinking about it now. I think it'll be...
0: Does give you butterflies? Yeah,
2: I think <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling a bit like anxious about it. <laughs> like, it's a bit... <laughs> Because I'm i someone that, like, I carry a lot of stuff already. Like, I have my backpack, is <laughs> packed and it's heavy. <laughs> my laptop, my cameras, all your equipment they have, the equipment I have, chargers, power bank. Now, I, I imagine carrying like, kids stuff as well. You need the whole, like, yeah. the baby bag and the buggy and all that stuff. I think Do I'll you just carry be doing cartel. Sorry?
3: Do you carry anything at the front?
2: Nah. No. But the oh, reason I be- don't do that, I, so I, I like carrying one backpack because so I don't have to carry anything else. My wife carries, like she gets her purse, her bag and the, the little small luggage that you can take yeah. on the plane. But I don't do that because I don't like carrying too many things. You can yeah. have
1: the baby in the chest and the GoPro there. Yeah,
3: start practising with putting a <laughs> exactly. backpack from, because you probably will be definitely carrying an extra yeah. bag or two. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if
3: Hang not the, the baby on your chest.
1: I do that sometimes. I get my backpack put out the front and I'm like, babe, look, this is how I'm going to (laughs) be. But then the whole thing if you go on holidays, would you leave it with someone like, after what happened to Madeleine? You know, I'm powerful about that.
0: Oh, do you
1: know so How would you do that to go out if you wanted to go out for a drink, for example? There's places there where you can leave the kids. Yeah,
0: personally. It's within you. Yeah. It's within you. And, you know, very respectful to whatever parents do. Because it's true, a lot of the um, all-inclusive hotels and stuff, they always have the nanny option and stuff. Personally, if I'm going on holiday with my child, we're going on a family holiday so that my child, you know, I'm not going with my partner thinking, oh, we're going to go out and shit what about our child no if we if we wanted to have that kind of holiday we'll most probably leave the child with their grandparents here i'm not going to now book a holiday and think oh let's go for some cocktails let's you know use the nanny service you know like i was saying your mindset changes a lot with holidays me and my partner we loved traveling we did so much traveling before baby and as soon as you know we were going on holiday it was like okay let's cater around family friendly and you're not really going with the idea of let's let's go out for dinner babes like what about the kids Mm -hmm. yeah
3: I I think I share your same thought with that just because I think for me I would find it very difficult to feel comfortable with leaving Maya with anyone that I don't know necessarily and that she doesn't know because it's not only that you need to feel comfortable but they do as well pressure that you just don't want to have so if I'm going to visit family that live in Colombia or wherever it is then I'll probably be a bit more relaxed to say, you know, I'm leaving her with my auntie or I'm leaving her with my cousin, and she she'll be okay. You know, no disrespect to this person because if they're working as a qualified individual, then you know they should have all the checks in place. But I don't think I would be personally capable of of doing that. Mm.
1: A question I have for you. Um, so for me, sometimes when I'm when I have a kid, I'm like, I feel I'm gonna be very attached to it, and I don't see myself going on any holidays until the kid is about 14 15 even that because sometimes i even think about it. but the way i'm with my dog and he's a dog i'm very attached to it i'm super attached to it when i go to, when we go to spain and we leave it for example when we left the channel channel will send us videos and pictures every day updating us to what he's up to and this is me being with a dog so i don't, when i have a child maybe into he's like 12 13 I won't go nowhere without him That's how I feel Like I, will. Yeah. I don't know how you Like ladies react to that Like had you Do you go holidays without them Do you consider it
3: I haven't had a holiday Without my I've had weekends But I think I would consider it I think sometimes you need to To remember that Before you became parents You were a couple right And it was just used to And it's okay to have that time of each other Without your child Or your children Because you know You need to kind of Unwind not Yeah not forget that that spark that you guys had before you became parents i think i would probably i'll probably consider it if i'm honest maybe a short weekend i don't know like um what's those breaks City City break. breaks. Yeah, City City break. breaks. a couple nights or whatever and if i know that maya is okay and am with someone that i trust then i'll probably feel quite comfortable to leave her
0: i, I would consider it if my partner's telling me we're going to the Maldives, like anyone can save my child, but I still feel like I wouldn't be able to just leave my ch- like my baby hasn't laid over at Los Abuelos' house. Like they've been here to the car thing, but never outside the house, and I don't I don't feel comfortable with that yet. So unless it's the Maldives, then. I think at the moment, no. But again, it's, it's my error because it's hopefully
1: a change. Maybe uh, like a weekend, but for example, two weeks like in Miami, nah. Different time zone, I think I will, I will go nuts.
0: I also feel like if I'm in Miami for two weeks, I'd probably forget my child.
1: <laughs> Speaking like this. There's thing. no in-between. Like, listen, next week, here's two tickets to Miami, but only you and your I'll be
0: partner. Like, Bye, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, Live the baby. Oh, there's just no in-between. Like, the first time I left my baby, like, he stayed with his dad it was three weeks after I had him, and I went to see the Spice Girls concert. I was not missing it for the world. And everyone was like, Jeff, like, it's so soon. I was like... Yeah, but it's a Spice Girls. Like he's not gonna miss me. And I went to that concert, and I was like, "Oh my god, Spice Girls!" Who's Leo? Um, <laughs>
3: would you say this would maybe scare you leaving your kids? Like, is there anything else that would scare you um, about having babies or pregnancy? I
1: think for me, preg- uh, when it comes to pregnancy, I'm a bit of a miscarriage, a bit scared of that because I've had people around me and family. I've gone through that, especially being my first, our first baby. I think that's one of the things that scares me the most. I don't know how, you know, how delicate we have to be. We get too excited and then, boom, something happens. And then obviously it's going to be like a big blow. I mean, when it's about to come out, if, uh, <laughs> here we go, here we go.
0: Hospital,
4: right? Everyone's <laughs> waiting
0: for it.
1: We're at the hospital, right? So I already know the distance, how long it would take me. Do you yeah. guys ever do that, like practice the route?
0: Uh, they tell you to. Yeah, they, they do, do Yeah, because I've
1: know. seen it online and I've had friends that I practice. With. So I already had the routes, but uh, it's crossed my mind that I will start practicing the route, trying to get there and time it how long it would take me to get there. Because this hospital it's is practicing. not near here, it's half an hour. I'm like, why if the baby just pop in the car? I think I'll pass out.
3: <laughs> how do you think you would react to that?
1: I don't know Because my wife always tells me Oh when you come inside You're going to be inside And you're going to watch the baby come out And I'm like no I'm not She's like yes you are you Wait are.
3: guys
0: I'm sorry I thought you said Your wife tells you When you come inside Like her No, like, no. let's make the baby I was I'm
1: like not. whoa <laughs> No I mean <bet, laughs> when she's having the baby Like she was like You have to come inside with me So because before that I, asked, I used to say No I'm not going inside Because I'll probably faint Did your partners do that? Did they go inside with you guys? Yeah And they saw that coming out
3: (laughs) they saw that coming out it wasn't really an 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 option for us it, it was always something like we would do I was fine with it if I'm honest some people are a bit you know um they don't they don't want to have their partners there for whatever reason or they don't want to have their partners look at the baby come out if you're in that much pain the last thing that's crossing your mind is if Your husband's watching the child being born. In your head, all you're doing is get the baby out. Mm. That really didn't bother me that much. If they said they didn't want to be in the room, I'd be like, I didn't make the baby alone. I was definitely the person to be like, don't look at it, just stay away from it.
4: Why do you think people are worried? Like, mum, do you think they're going to scar?
0: Yeah, I think it's because it doesn't look attractive. Like, for me, it was that I thought, because you hear stories of men getting put off it, the same way you hear stories of men Getting put off sex during pregnancy because they think that for whatever reason they're big enough to touch the baby. You know, they're like, "Nah, sorry, babes, I don't, I don't really feel like doing anything to you." It's
3: like a bit of a horror movie every time they try. And they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna poke the
0: baby in the face or something, babes. You're really not." <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it's true, and and it's, it's a valid, re- I mean, valid points for the guys to, to feel that way, and for women as well. It's a strange. Thing obviously happening for you and for for the guy.
0: Let's do this. Did you know the woman's bit get as big as a watermelon when the baby's coming out?
2: No, I didn't know that. Mm.
0: Wow.
1: Okay, I never (laughs) picture a watermelon. That's huge.
0: Think about your wife the next time you have a watermelon.
1: Avoiding watermelons now. What's the placenta? What's that? I actually don't know. I had the time to Google, but I didn't want to Google. I just want to find out.
3: Tell them what we can do with the placenta, Melly. Well, so basically, your your wife or your partner's delivered the baby. And then they say, right, it's time to deliver the placenta. Deliver the placenta. And then all of a sudden they'll ask you, do you want to take it home? What do what? you say?
1: Like a takeaway.
3: Yeah. Do you want to take it?
1: I think I will take it. I will have it like one of them will all dry up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you eat that? But, but what is People
3: it? People have actually made um, tablets. So they, there's some research. I, I haven't really looked into it too much, but I do know there's research around people eating their placenta and it can help with postnatal depression. Like heard stories about people like cooking it, come on, so well, um, oh. basically smoothies out con it. papas. It's
0: basically um, an organ, I would say, that when you're pregnant, it starts becoming this thing. Like it provides oxygen and nutrients to the baby while it's in you. When, I don't know if you've ever looked at a placenta, it, it has like roots, like a tree. Like it has little sprouts and stuff. And it almost look, looks like the tree of life. And it's basically that for your child.
3: Yeah, it's, it's what keeps your child alive, really. And
4: Yeah, I think we were wondering that. Did you guys eat yeah. it? Did you guys take it off?
3: No. Um
4: just smiling.
0: Just <laughs> did. No, I didn't. <laughs> I
3: didn't. I didn't, I um, didn't.
0: I did see it a little bit, but I, I didn't eat it. Um, the, the thought of eating it just doesn't really...
3: It sounds very weird, but when i think of a placenta i think of liver and i don't really like liver so in my head I think i probably won't like the taste of placenta i
0: think the only way i would have maybe considered having it would have been if i got it in capsules um yeah. because obviously all the benefits that mel just said about um it helps with your breast milk your hormones it makes you feel apparently to avoid baby blues as well and you would not you wouldn't taste it like that but it's also
4: very expensive Enough. wait so you get it and just like send it off and then they send yeah, it back to you.
0: yeah
4: so at the hospital they will take it oh I think. the
0: hospital oh. okay uh-huh. so i, I, I would take
1: it but not i wouldn't eat it i would like literally you can try it up, right yeah and have it only would you get the placenta jonah
2: i never knew you could take it like that uh um, um, you know i don't i don't know i don't think i would just I, it. i'm gagging just hearing about it. so <laughs> i just like Number to have one. recuerdos yeah he does That's marcelo,
0: <laughs> marcelo is definitely keeping the, In the what book. if you find marchie eating it oh yeah.
1: my day <laughs> <laughs> i think he would get a beating of his life marchie for that i was like how'd you eat you know he's pleasant
0: oh uh, that's a bit disturbing so ha- <laughs> Good girl. what so what do you think about you've seen the baby's head come out you waited a few weeks, now you're going to have sex. You don't feel intimidated by that.
4: What's the rules? Because I heard there's a rule, like a time limit. Yeah, I was going to ask that. What about
1: before and after? Is there a time limit before and after?
0: You can do it while you're at a hospital. What? Yeah, before the baby.
1: Because I, all I know is friends. I don't know if you've seen the episode, Rachel's about to pop. And then the only yeah. thing you can do is Ross if they have sex. And obviously, that's that's my go-to. That's the only thing I've seen that I know. So, well, I don't know if that's true.
3: As long as your waters haven't broken. Yeah. Then it's okay.
0: Yeah, that
4: will be rough.
3: Yeah, I think because
0: the risk then of infection. Yeah, having sex actually helps it as well
3: to yeah. dilate. It helps it. You have to be big spoon all the time.
4: <laughs> Why does that help the pregnancy?
3: It helps you relax. Yeah, it's like a natural way of of helping you to to dilate. I know that for when you're, let's say, early stages of labour. Yeah, I
0: think mostly it just relaxes your walls. But what about
1: after? What about after though? That's my question. Yeah. How long is it after? Is it straight away? You don't
3: mind blood. Yeah, because you bleed for up to six weeks.
0: Six weeks? Or more.
3: Or
4: more.
0: As a man, imagine you haven't already, I don't know, your belly gets big around five, six months. So say from six months to six weeks after the baby, you've probably not had sex. Like, you guys are gagging for it
1: so you just yolo basically <laughs> you just have to power through i guess
4: uh, three. <laughs> what if you have like stitches could you like it's like a no-no for a long time then
3: i think it's probably the same it depends because let's say if you have a cesarean you're probably your recovery time as well is a bit longer isn't it so you probably feel a bit sore like abdominally anyways
0: it's, yeah, either it's, it's not the it's same just, is it <laughs> it's the, no, no no it's designed to basically go like whoop yeah.
2: Oh, really?
4: As That's if nothing
0: bad. ever happened because it was the first question I asked my partner. I was like, tell me, like, tell me I'm all right. And yeah, it was good. <laughs> Got the man thinking, a oh, watermelon just came out of there. Now I'm going to go in. Are you even still feeling? Like, can you feel me, babe? I'm inside. Can you feel me? <laughs> like, I, I'm imagining this is what goes
3: through a man. <laughs> um, Let me tell you straight away no. It's uh... a lot of swelling. Yeah. Please she on. looks beaten up. Black
0: and
1: blue, <laughs> like Chris Brown and Rihanna. <laughs> so I'm guessing you just want two. One. Just one? You don't want another one? Yeah,
2: I always I always thought I wanted like at least two, but now I'm like, maybe just one. People just one, tell me, two. oh, you shouldn't have just one. You need to have at least two.
3: No, yeah. Like, compañero. That's the question. But where does it say oh. you have
2: to? I've always said
4: three. I've always said I wanted a girl first. And then after, a, not immediately, so after maybe a bigger window, then have a girl and a boy to get close together. together. I was always a be, girl first? I always thought that a girl, having a girl and having an older, she might be able to help out. In, I don't know. Where, where,
0: where,
4: oh! Where? <laughs> <laughs> I I the no,
3: to be fair,
4: Just that's a... clever.
3: <laughs> it's interesting, right? Because... That's one thing that you... There's, there's not much control over it.
1: As long as I get one girl and one boy, I'll be happy. You'll be happy regardless. Plus, yeah, I've been looking at all the holiday deals. There's always two two.
0: <laughs>
4: two adults two if,
0: if erica was on she would 100 percent agree with you because it is true it's always true. like the family bills are like two adults two kids it's perfect it's all equal and
1: you never see two adults and three kids because
0: if you have three it's like right guys we need to do rock paper scissors who's staying home
4: yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: rotate them But like, when kids come around we all have this um pre-baby like we all have this image of how we want things done how we imagine it you know we're we're like this as humans we all want it the perfect way in our way but I think um they will agree with me that when when it happens it will become the time even if you think it's not the time it will become the time yeah and you will get all your shit together and you know, let's do this, and probably the piece of the puzzle that's missing, and you just don't know it.
3: Yeah. And it's crazy as well, because, you know, I even say, including myself, before having my, uh, you know, you would think I want this many children, or I think I would like this first or that first, and then I'm kind of happy the way it is right now. I don't know. Do I miss the thought of having another child, like a boy or a girl? I don't know. It's interesting how, how before you have children, you think you have this uh, perception of what things are going to be like, and once you're in that position, it might be swayed. So, guys, we usually wrap it up with a golden tip,
0: and I think today is use your condoms. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, or, or unless you guys have a golden tip, do you feel like after after this chat, do you feel like you know a bit more um do you feel more more nervous or do you feel more excited at the thought of children
2: i'm still a bit more like i don't i don't want it yet but no it does like kind of kind of see it less like as a big like scary thing that's happening more of a
0: like it's so fun at the end
2: yeah i guess yeah it is what you make it really and as long as you know you and your partner are both happy and on board of everything i think yeah i think so, things will work out very well
0: and it's teamwork as well yeah So I'm really. Marcelo's gonna have ten kids. I'm really.
1: No, not gonna have ten. But and then yeah, learn a bit more today about the. Come October,
0: we'll be going to Marcelo's baby shower.
1: That's too soon. You
0: mark my words This quarantine. (laughs) Oh, guys, actually, I'm. I'm gonna give you a tip. It saves you money. We did a um nappy raffle. So each um, guest, if they wanted to participate, had to bring a packet of nappies, oh, and it fun. saved us a hell lot of money. I remember that after the baby, shall we? We stacked them all up. It all added up to like seven hundred and thirty pounds worth of nappies, oh. and believe you, we only bought our first packet of nappies in December. Just gone. And that made my child six months. So for six months, we didn't buy any nappies.
3: Josh, what about you? What's, what do you do? You feel like you, you've um, learned anything from this? You feel less anxious, <laughs> more anxious.
4: It's all scary. Um, I think it's always going to be something scary, something new. But above everything, it's just seeing you, you guys. I mean, regardless of what could happen wrong, and you know the not being prepared, etc. You guys look like you're doing fine that's still at the back of my head obviously i'm not quite there yet you can tell Marcelo's the most like advanced person who's just ready to go yeah i think it's all a good thing um but we'll see We'll see. all right you-
3: guys well thank you so much
4: thank it's been you. fun
3: thank you very much for for being part of, of our episode no worries thank you for having us yes do your finger <laughs> mama's called out Mama's code. I'm like guys come look, here's the baby, and here's the placenta. Uh, uh, exactly. Here's the placenta <laughs> we
0: learned four years ago. Imagine having a baby shower on and-